listener. Welcome back to Broadsheet Sydney Around Town. I'm Emma Joyce, Features Editor at Broadsheet, and I host this short guide to Sydney. Today, we're chatting with 23-year-old head chef Lucinda Khan, who is on the pans both at her own venue in Potts Point and at her dad's fine diner, Matisse. She might be one of the youngest head chefs in Sydney, but Lucy has 10 years' experience in what is often a male-dominated industry. She shares what it's like being an apprentice in the family business, what she'd change about working in hospitality, and the upcoming venue from Lucy and Opal Khan, which will focus on Bangladeshi cuisine. Hi, Lucy. Hi. Thanks so much for joining us. You started working professionally age 14, but you also started within your parents' business. Mm. Was there a kind of push for you to join the family business or was it something you just really wanted to do? It was, it's kind of a mix. So I tried like office business type stuff um, and my brain just doesn't work with screens. Like I need to move. And there was a moment where like there was a couple of months and I was like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And my dad was like, well, we're opening up this new fine dining restaurant. I think you should just jump in the kitchen and see what happens. And then suddenly I was like so involved in like, it stimulates every sense in the kitchen. Like you smell, you create like visually, you taste, you can hear everything, like very much like a sensory person. So I just got addicted to making cool things in the kitchen. And the restaurant Matisse is a fine diner. It is somewhere where you're plating up really beautiful looking cuisine, leaning Mm -hmm. French. You've got these kind of dishes that almost look like a marbled piece of meat, but it's actually made of fish, for example. Can you tell us about that one? Yeah. So that's um, like three different kinds of fish. We've got the tuna, salmon and kingfish using magic or secret uh, methods, I should say, made it look like a stained glass window on a church. Um, Yeah, that one's, we just can't, we can't get rid of that dish. It's just so beautiful. How do you find working in a fine dining environment? I know some Mm. of us who don't really have that experience might be thinking of shows like The Bear, where we're like, it's all fast paced. Maybe there's Mm. some... um, crosswords said to one another and then maybe everybody sort of makes up at the end. How does it feel for you with that being a family business? Yeah, it's pretty intense. I get a lot of people referencing the bear all the time and asking me if I've seen it. I refuse to watch it. (laughs) I'll watch it later in life. Um, But yeah, fine dining and family, like there's definitely a really interesting dynamic there because dad and I already are like super creative outside of the restaurants, but once we're put in like a really intense environment um, and there's a lot on the line, you know, we've got like really expensive produce that we can't, you can't really mess it up. Yeah. It's intense. And like the, our family, like we always figure out a way to get through the hard nights. And about two years ago, during lockdown, in fact, you then became the head chef of your own restaurant, Mm. which is more of an Italian cuisine. So Mm -hmm. you were working within fine dining in French cuisine, and now you're sort of a more casual diner. Why did you open Aqua E Farina? During lockdown, we saw like there was definitely a demand for really good pasta in Potts Point, and we had the opportunity to do takeaway. We already had that spot um, on McClay Street, but we just wanted to do something different. And Dad and I were like trying to brainstorm, like, what could we do? What could we do? Okay, fresh pasta. And then next thing you know, like I'm in the kitchen and 
we're sending out like sometimes I would get 30 pasta orders and like all at once and I'd just cook, cook, cook away. And the take home yeah. side of the menu is still something that you offer. Yeah, we still do takeaway. We still have, you know, our um, some locals that come in. Some people come in and eat three times a week. Do you have a preference as to which particular cuisine or the style of cooking? It depends on my mood, honestly. I'm very much a mood-based person. If I'm feeling like really logical and like p- perfectionist, definitely the fine dining side. If I'm feeling more relaxed and like... Woo. I'll go like pasta. Yeah, it depends how I feel, but also I can switch it up. Like if if they need me at Matisse, I can stop cooking at Aqua, put someone else on the pans and just run over and then like kind of go in between. Um, it's fun. It's a fun challenge. Your dad was born in Bangladesh and you've shared Bangladeshi dishes on shows like Adam Neal's The Cook-Up. Mm. And would you say you and your dad would ever open a place and serve Bangladeshi cuisine? Funny you say that. Yeah, we're opening one up called Kana and it's a bit of a play on words. So our last name is Khan in Southeast Asia, Khan A, so K-H-A-N-N-A, uh, means food. So it's just kind of... I came up with the name myself. I was like, this just seems too obvious, but I kind of like how on the nose it is. So, yeah, that one's going to be like Bangladeshi food. And this particular venue, it's in Surrey Hills on mm. Crown Street near Bills, if people yeah. know that particular area. When is it opening and what is it going to look like? So our launch is going to be on the 28th of this month. So very soon. <laughs> and what's on the menu? What is Bangladeshi cuisine? Bangladeshi food is so underrated and I feel like not many people know much about it. Lots of spices. There's like some really old traditional um, ways of cooking that, you know, my dad would have grown up watching as a kid that we're going to incorporate. But we're also putting like more of like a gastronomic twist. So we're going to have like fancy, spicy combined. Yeah. There's going to be a little bit of everything on there when it comes to proteins and stuff. Does this mean you'll be splitting your time between three venues now? It's actually four venues because we've got the pizza restaurant as well. And Which I is where you started sometimes. at age 14. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Like we've had, you know, restaurants around the place. <laughs> but yeah, so that's going to be four. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> Talking about a lot. Cooking isn't the only creative outlet that you have. Before we hit record, you were telling us that you kind of started dabbling with producing your own music Mm. and you've also got some knitting in your bag. Yeah, yeah. So I just started, um, yeah, I just started producing music. I have, I think all the people in my life that are really close to me outside of work are musicians and that's been the case, you know, since I was 17. Um, And I, I think I've just always loved music. And it was kind of an obvious thing for me, but I've actioned it finally um, and I'm really, really enjoying it. Hopefully I can release some stuff soon for you to hear. You're one of the youngest head chefs in the country, but really you've been in the industry for almost a decade. Yeah. Is there anything that you would want to change about cooking or hospitality in the future or you think should shift within Mm. uh, hospitality in Sydney or Australia generally? Yeah, I think um, I'm not massive on like the hierarchy of fine dining kitchens 
I've always really struggled with that. And, you know, when like a, a chef will come in that we're trialing, um, some people have like a very, like, this is the way it must be. Like you must answer the, to this person and you have the right to talk down to this person. Um, I don't like that at all. So I guess changing the structure of the kitchen is really important to me. Um, and also, you know, I want to see some more, some more girlies on the pans. Hopefully I can inspire anyone at home, like, um, any fan presenting people to start cooking because it, it is a really intense job, but it's also like very empowering in a way. You've spoken yeah. before about how your dad is a huge inspiration within mm. your choice of career, but I imagine just within your life generally. What are the bigger lessons that you feel like you've taken from the way that he approaches his, his work and, and cooking? Oh, I think he's just so inherently creative and he's very quick. So, yeah, if you spend any time with my dad, you'll be able to see how he has like these puzzles that he just figures out in his head on the spot. You know, like if he's cooking, he'll smell something or taste something and then he'll know exactly what to put in at the exact right time without measuring. It's just like, boom, there it is. And it's the same with like the way he thinks in general, just the biggest imagination. That's the part of my dad that I aspire to, you know, have a little bit of at least. If you want to find dinner tonight, um, I highly recommend going to Aqua E Farina, which is at 117B Maclay Street in Potts Point. And that's where you'll find Lucy Kung. Thanks, Lucy. Thank you. And that's all we have time for today. As always, you can keep up to date with what's happening around Sydney at broadsheet.com.au and at broadsheet underscore Sid on Instagram. A listener production.